You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Good morning, everybody. Welcome once again to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network for this Sunday, February 6th of 2022 from the com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. And over there, that way, in that direction, in Queens, New York, at the Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good morning, kids and kittens. Uh, we're a couple seconds late here. We were. Uh, anyway, well, good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've had a fantastic week. Everything's going fine. We're freezing our buns off here at the uh, Executive Tower. Uh, things have just been just a, just an interesting week. We got a lot to talk about today. Not the least of which, it's our fifth anniversary this week. Five years of doing this godforsaken show for you godforsaken... Oh, no, my therapist told me not to go down that path. Good morning, Jim. Yeah, well, when's the last time you listened to anybody? No, it's been... It's been, it's been quite a while. Mm. So, anyway, we got... We got... Uh, 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 Shaletta... Our good pal Shaletta celebrated, what was it, her 21st birthday this week. Yeah. <laughs> That's for Shaletta. And uh, and the big boy over there, he's uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, you get yours now, don't you? What, what is it you turn, 118? Uh, I haven't even made 60 yet there, Sunshine. And, of course, one, and shop- one shopping day left. And then over there, this guy, sixty-three years old. Don't say he doesn't. He doesn't look a day over seventy. No, he does not, and he doesn't feel a day over eighty. So there you go. (laughs) So we're going to talk about all that in just a minute. But because it's uh, whoa, whoa, first things. Well, let's get let's do this first because. As just part of the birthday celebration here this week, this is John's favorite segment. Every week, he can't wait for the stock report. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by Birthday Cake. 
Uber closed the week at $37.05, up $1.11. Meanwhile, Lyft closed the week at $36.80, up $0.88. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch, and you can't beat a slice of birthday cake with beer. Prove me wrong. I, I won't. I will not argue that point with you. It's it's one of the greatest I, things I in love, life. I loves me some birthday cake. And, and you you have a cold beer to chase it down. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. I'll tell you what. When my when my parents started that with us on my fifth birthday, I just thought it was the the greatest thing, the greatest thing since sliced bread. So so here we are. Here we are. It's been. Good God, John, it's been five years. It has. Now, are you counting the days uh, when we uh, were at the low watt blog talk yes. radio? Uh, yes, at the light bulb. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, we don't have those early episodes, some of those early episodes, because <clears throat> somebody didn't want to pay the extra $3. But, uh, well, I mean, here's the, here's the. Here's the thing. Had I known that you and I would still be going at this, good God! Uh, all this time later, when we flopped from <laughs> when we flopped from Blog Talk Radio, well, well, to before, before you TFI, before you go there, let's let's do the origin story. We okay. you know, we mention it occasionally, but today is the day we actually should talk about it. And uh, mm -hmm. so this all started when. Uh, I found Mr. Shannon tweeting furiously on the Twitter. Uh, it was all about the Uber. I was still in the business at the time. I started following the young man. Not in a creepy way. That came later. And, uh, and then I found out he had a little internet radio show. So I Very little. Very little. Very little. 45 solid minutes of uh, of not not a whole lot, and then another 15 minutes of even less. No, I'm just teasing. It was very, very entertaining. Very, uh... And then one week I decided to call in, which I think shocked John to no end. Well, that, that brings up a question. How long were you actually listening and paying attention before you actually decided to call in? Well, do you remember the tweet... That got your attention from me. Probably not. We was talk, talking about Melania Trump. What did I say about her? Oh, first lady you can get behind? That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> now, when I called in... You, I, you in New York City. Well, <laughs> that's, hey, but I'm the one that said it to you. Uh, <laughs> I called in and I, I used that line and that refreshed the memory. And I think I was on for about a half hour. Yeah. And we did this for about four or five weeks. I'd call in every week. We had some great conversations. Then we talked about uh, you actually being a regular part of the show. Yes, we did. Yes, and we and did that. we're all set to do that. And as memory serves, you... Gave me a last second call. And said I can't do this. I can't do this. Yeah, something came up. It was. I, I remember I was running my own business at the time. Yeah, I hear you. And uh, I hear you. I'd still like to give you shit about it, but I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But I hear you. But it wasn't long before before I I was back on. Right, couldn't have been that oh. long. 
And then you were telling me about this wonderful, this wonderful thing that you're doing called Radio TFI. Radio TFI. Thinking, what the fuck, Chuck? How are we going to... Language. You are fined for a violation of the verbal morality statute. We're bringing, we're bringing back all the oldies today. Well, that's good. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, you know, what? how are we going to do this? And... What? Oh, yeah. Then it was the whole uh, getting used to trying to do uh, use this program called... What was it called again? Um, we tried a number uh, of different things. We, yeah, we've tried different things. And I'm thinking, eh, damn it. I, Jesus, I can't. I'm talking. I'm trying to talk and I'm hearing myself talk. And, I still think that, and, was your, uh, that was your equipment. I don't think I had anything to do with... No, it wasn't. Be that as it may. That argument will never be resolved. It, so, it, so anyway, I I had been long before I I discovered young Mister Shannon. I was planning to set up an internet radio station. I literally had an office. I was going to dedicate to it. I had space where I was at the time, and I just hadn't pulled the plug yet. I just hadn't pulled the plug. I was looking for a place to do it. I I mean a a host, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And then after John and I were together a little bit, I said, you know, I'm going to do this thing and we can have all the time we want. And, you know, because with blog talk, we were limited, it literally cut you off in an hour. Boom. Yeah. You're done. You got a little audio cue and that's it. You're done. And uh, that just didn't seem for what John was paying for blog talk. We were able to do a whole lot more. We were able yeah. to do a whole lot more. So so then we, uh, it, it took us a while getting getting Radio TFI up and running as far as doing the live shows. And we stumbled a few times. Te- technically, behind the scenes, it was a nightmare at times. Uh, but the past few years, we've settled in. We've got the software we need. We've got, uh, I got to take this job. I got to put myself on. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. We're in the middle of a live show. Right? Oh, my God. Can you believe this? Right? So, anyways, to... Uh, I'm in the middle of the uh, show. Can I call you back later? To add to that, so we, like Ed said, we stumbled a little bit here and there. and But um, <laughs> the fact remains, though, was, is we had a good time doing it. We were talking about, uh, you know, and, and things had kind of morphed away f- or morphed with the taxi industry. Uh, more into politics, of course, thanks to uh, thanks to the uh, the orange uh, Mr. Orange Man. Well, we started a, about a week or so after he was inaugurated, and remember, right. and I say it all the time: the name of the show is the Taxi Stand Hour. The format right. being, you pull up on a taxi stand, <coughs> excuse me, and while you may be talking about taxi stuff, you could that these conversations can go anywhere. John knows that. I've, I'm living proof of it. Just because we call ourselves the Taxi Stand Hour. And yes, I'm aware it's two hours. But, uh, <coughs> oh, excuse me. No You're time okay? to get to the button. I'm fine. It's nothing. Uh, <clears throat> wow. Wow. I'm okay. okay. I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm just. So anyway, uh. For those of you that wonder, and I'm sure there are a few of you that do, the Taxi Stand Hour did start out as an hour. 
Yes. We moved to two hours, and John is still puzzled by the fact that we still call it the taxi stand hour. Well, only because the taxi stand two hours just doesn't quite uh, roll off the tongue in the same in the same way. Or the ta- taxi stand event, or the taxi stand program, or show. The taxi stand show that just bites. Taxi. It it was perfect the way it was, and and it shall remain. And and we tried various formats over the years. We. We were an hour on Saturdays, then we went to Saturdays and Sundays, and that that was a barrel of laughs. Then we were two hours, two hours on Saturday and Sunday. We were doing four hours a day, four four hours a week, and which for a, a normal radio station would be no big deal. However, when you've got a full time job and you're running a business, exactly, and then you've got to be the technician behind all of it, which I enjoy doing, by the way. I handle most of the. Uh, by the way, <coughs> let me let me expand on that a little bit. There have been times through this where, you know, he says, "Oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this." Let me take something. Let me do a little something. No, 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 no. Yeah, you'll mess it up. You'll so, it up. I finally got him to agree to let me take the phone. I didn't agree to anything. You took it. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, man. <laughs> it is what it is. Speaking of which, that number is 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. Want to get involved here? We'd love to hear from you. Tell you the truth, we really don't want, we really, we got a couple of topics here through the course of the day we're going to touch on, uh, but we're kind of loosey-goosey that, uh, today. I love that phrase. You know, talking, going to do a little reminiscing about uh, five years doing this show. Who'd have thunk it? And, and, I'm I still, get, and I'm still waiting for my first check there. Yeah, the and you keep waiting, buddy boy. Uh, and, and of Should course. I can't even get you to send the damn trophy for a, a contest I win two years ago. It, it went out in the mail, man. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, I told you, we're not, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, not, responsible, yeah, yeah. not responsible for shipping. Yeah. Um, where was what was I gonna say? We uh, and also remember, throughout all this, all the ups and downs, the ins and outs, John and I have still never been in the same time zone together. No, absolutely not. We this we, we <laughs> what is it we were saying? We were uh, practicing social distancing before before it was cool. Yeah, before it was cool. Oh yeah, we uh, there's there's no possible chance either one of us will ever get the COVID from each other. That much we know. That much we know. But you know, we also we want to take a moment here to uh, say happy birthday to anybody else that's having a birthday this week. Our good pal Shaletta. Uh, when was her birthday? The fourth, John. Third, I believe. I oh. believe it was the third. You know, so she gets an extra special for that you know we uh and and she'll be the first one she'll be the first one to tell you so you know it's not nice to talk about a woman's age and blah 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 but she just she had a she had the big one uh on that day she turned 50 Mm -mm -mm. i as far as i'm concerned it's 21 you never go wrong saying to a woman you look great for 21 she has the energy of a twenty-one-year-old. There's yes. no, uh, there's no two ways about it. We're we're very happy that she's uh, that we're just a tiny little itty bitty part of uh, 
of her existence. And uh, oh, absolutely. And she touches base with us every now and again, and we appreciate it. And uh, we've made some nice friends along the way. Uh, the queen of all hacks, Christine Hubbard, oh. who who has graced us with her her very valuable time on more than one occasion. And uh, you know, we 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 keep track of her and. Um, She's due to come back on the show. And when she is welcome anytime she wants. Uh, and, and, and I can't, I can't not go without mentioning my good pal, Mike King. Absolutely. Who, uh, who, uh, you know, of course, if you follow us, you know, we lost Mike back in September, but, uh, he'll always be a part of this show mainly because of things like this. Hey, Joey boy, and uh, Vinny and Anthony and Carmine, you found Mike, Mike King, man, remember me? You found me. I'm at Radio TFI, and I'd like to talk to all your assholes again. Give me a call, 754-800-CHAT. If you don't know how to convert the letters to the numbers, it's 754-800-2428. Give me a call. I'm waiting to hear from you. If you don't want to call me, go fuck yourself. Every time I play one of these bits where Mike is swearing, we beat them out, he did not want to do the swearing. No, Ed, it's not right. You can't... Re- Mike, just do it. I'm going to bleep it out, but you got to... I'll say a different word. No, no, no. you got to say the word because then it, it's authentic. You've got to say the word. And it's not that he was some kind of angel or anything like that. He just, he just didn't want to say it because he just felt like he was disrespecting the show or something i said are you, mike have you listened at all <laughs> Jeez, you're not you know we disrespect this show from the minute uh, we get started that's right and mike, mike was a frequent uh participant here in the proceedings and and again mike mike uh extended a helping hand to me when when i needed it the most and isn't that uh, something how that works and of course uh his home was the temporary executive tower <clears throat> for for a little while there uh, we did it from his dining room uh you know we'll miss mike we we miss mike and uh i'm gonna play one more of his that i they, they're all great and i've got all the original you know with the outtakes and one that maybe one day i'll put all that together uh as a little extra tribute Hi, this is Mike King. You want to talk to the guys at the taxi stand hour? Call us at 754-800-CHAT. That's 754-800-2428. Join the conversation. Now, we did Disco Night a couple of times on... Uh, mm-hmm. on that, was, that was on... Uh, what was that? Uncle... Uncle, Ed. <laughs> Uncle Ed's... Uncle Ed's Primetime <laughs> Jamboree. That's the one. That's the ill-fated... Time jamboree. <laughs> well, and what you had discovered when you were doing that was just how difficult it is to actually do a monologue. Oh yeah. Or how long you you did that for an hour? Or two an hour. Hours, an, hour an hour. An hour. <clears throat> it was rough. I tell you. But so one night we did disco night, and Mike had been pushing for this, pushing for this. I said, great. You pick the songs, and and this song that plays on the background of that little piece, Disco Lucy. <clears throat> he loved that song. He, Ed, you got to get this by by the Walton Players, or I forget the exact name of the group that did it. So when I put down, when I was putting together these promos by Mike, I said, "Oh, I got to back up one of them with the uh, with that music, just as a as a 
And it, it brings a smile to my face every time I play that because, again, I remember recording them with them and, and, and the music that he wanted. By the way, also a special thanks to that night to my good pal Carol Bocum, who was with us that night. And we had a grand old time, and I was juggling Facebook and, and all this other stuff. And I had three cameras going, and it was a setup like you wouldn't believe. It came off better than I had hoped, but uh, I I really was, was out of my league with that. And that's when I was still using a physical mixer that I truly, right. to this day, do not understand. I did not understand plugging in. This is much better what we use now. One of these days, we're going to put up on the website all the stuff we use. And it's it was one of those things that was supposed to get done this past month when I was scheduled to be off. But again, Whoops. Whoops. Life happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Life, life has happened. And of course, we've been through... A lot. Life has continued on for both of us, and we've had our ups. We've had our downs. I, I staying on the ups. I will. Uh, I, I think John will wholeheartedly agree with me to to say that uh, uh, one of the best things, one of the best things that happened in the within the five year framework of this show was this. Matt, Matt, Master Oliver came into into our uh, into our lives. How old yeah. is How old is Oliver now? Is he four? He will be four in April. Yeah. Okay. So he's younger than the show. He's, oh, act- yeah. he's actually younger than the show, and uh, you know he's grown. He started out as Baby Oliver, and now he's Master Oliver, and mm-hmm. uh, and and that that recording was just him being him. We didn't ask oh, him. Yeah. It wasn't cued at all. No, no. We all we asked him to say was it's John Shannon, and he uh-huh. put he put everything else into that. And we've had this now what a year, year and a half. He must have just been talking, pretty much when when we did at least this. putting together putting together actual sentences that you could understand. Right, right, right. And uh, you know, it, it it was, you know. Uh, who who else has been instrumental for us? Of course, all the folks that call uh, my 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 sisters early on, who you know were frequent frequent contributors, especially my sister Karen, uh, who your favorite Karen, as she likes to say, she's not that kind of Karen. But, <laughs> uh, but I mean, we've had we've had a, a couple of friends from my past that have called in. Uh, my childhood friend Rolando and we haven't heard from Rolando lately Rolando come on um, all, all is forgiven well most of it uh, then of course we've had the one and only Bill Fancher well Bill Fancher I hope you're listening today Bill because we got a little we got a little spanking for you during the football picks <laughs> oh, oh, oh buddy boy oh I'm waiting for this one. Oh yeah Oh yeah, we. Uh, I'm not going to get into it now, but boy, oh boy, you come back in about an hour from now. <laughs> it's going to be delicious. <laughs> well, and, and, uh, I can't wait till that. I can't wait till we start that too because that was a that was a hefty surprise. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah, and and again, getting back to look, we've we've. Uh, We've gone through some stuff here. We, uh, you know, of course, we did we did the nighttime thing for quite a while during the lockdown, 
the quarantine uh-huh. edition, which was interesting to do. Uh, mainly did it because I had nothing to do. I literally had nothing to do for months and months at a time. So so prepping a little show every night kind of kept me kind of kept me going. And uh, you know, we tried different things. We've, uh, uh, I mean, the show is five years old. The station itself is just a little bit younger than that, but just by just by a few months. Uh, but the whole thing has been. This is uh, this is my hobby. This is my. Oh well, yeah, know, it's a labor of love. Is it, what it is. It truly is. And uh, the, for those of you listening, whether whether you're listening live, Memorex, as John likes to say, on YouTube, on the Twitter, no matter where you're watching us and listening to us, I, we can't say thank you enough. Exactly. If you're listening on the SoundCloud, thank you very, very much. We appreciate all of it. We do this, uh, and I don't mean this in a selfish way. We do this for us because we enjoy doing it. And we hope that yes. translates that uh you folks are kind of enjoying what we're doing suffice it to say john and i have had our ups and downs here oh oh absolutely there's been more than one uh hissy fit and uh i tell you it's it's embarrassing it's unprofessional and and uh it's just unseemly and uh i can't say that i won't do it again but uh oh i'm i'm i'm, I'm waiting with bated breath actually <laughs> I got to tell you, though, since we finally figured out the technical end of things. Yes. Things have gone a lot smoother. Yeah. You know, we don't get to use the hashtag much anymore. No, we really don't. As a matter of fact, it's so funny because every time uh, they do a flub up on WCCO radio, I send them, whoever's doing the show, I send them a tweet with hashtag big time professional radio. Sorry, can't resist. I, I I totally can't resist. Yes, but yeah, we don't we haven't used that hashtag in quite some time, and uh, eh, you know it is. And, and so what this show what this show basically is is a conversation. That's right. Two old cab drivers is, is is what this boils down to. Is just two old cab drivers. We are on the world's largest virtual taxi stand. That's right. And right now the taxis are parked, <laughs> especially in your case. <laughs> especially in my case. Look, I I I got out of the business when I had to move uh, and relocate, which was this past Tuesday was exactly three years since I, I relocated back to New York. I got my New York hack license. I drove a cab here for four or five weeks. And uh, well, this past year, I was due to to uh, take the annual drug test to keep my license active, and I thought, you know what, this business has passed me by. I'm done with the taxi business. I'm settled into the other thing now, and uh, I just I just don't have it in me anymore. It's just not whatever little spark I had, whatever little enjoyment I had gotten out of the taxi business. It's all been drained out of me, which is unfortunate. Because I honestly, there was a point there some years ago, I had, ex- okay, I look forward to being the guy that's, you know, oh yeah, man, he's been doing this 45, 50 years, you know, 
just before I, uh-huh. I you know, I, I headed out to the, the to the great taxi pasture in the sky. Uh, you know, but I was going to do my thing, and and uh, and that got taken away from me. Look, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate. I landed on my feet. Oh, there was some rough times there, some very rough times. And and again, I I can't thank thank my friend here, Mister Shannon, enough for being part of what got me to, uh, through all that. But uh, yeah. Unfortunately for me, the taxi business is, it's not for me anymore. It's just, I, I drive by and here in Queens, New York, you have a lot of taxi yards and there's cabs sitting all over the place. Uh-huh. And, but just every time I see a, a cab, I think, no, I just can't do it anymore. I, any little thought that goes, well, maybe you might, nope, 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 nope. I'm just, I just can't and I won't. And uh, that's it. That chapter of my life is 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 closed it doesn't mean i'm still not interested in seeing the right thing done for people but as far as an active participant in the industry no no sorry gotta go i you see and i understand that this is physically impossible to do it's not even it's not even a pipe dream it's, it's physically impossible but i would love to some just one day just one day Come out to New York City and drive a cab. No, you want no part of that. Just one day. You don't want it, John. You don't look, want to it. me. I'd look at it as a vacation. I wouldn't, you know. I might, for for all I know, I may only pick up four fares all day. Oh no, no, you do fine. You do fine. I understand it's a lot more stressful than what you I have, do out here. You have no earthly idea. Well, I did. I do have five years in Vegas under my under Mm-mm. my belt. Different, way different, way yeah, different, I, I, way different. I, I I understand where you're where you're coming from. But, I mean, I'm used put it, to put a percentage on how many how much of the rides. I'd say it's very high. I would say it's upwards of 80 percent of the rides in Vegas are either to or from a casino. That's a uh, that's a very. Uh, a very valid uh, guess. Okay, so basically, you're heading into the same area all the time. Mm-hmm. But now the good cab drivers were the ones that were out working. I, I understand. the locals. But even with that, you're still going to wind up on the strip downtown. You're going to wind Not up at the casinos. Time. You know, for the most part, at some point you're going. I understand working. Look, we used to have a big event in Fort Lauderdale. They still have it. The Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show. Uh, 99% of the cabs would be at Fort Lauderdale Beach in a very small area. Me, I stayed as far away as I could. And I made this guarantee to every new driver. I said, within four rides, you'll wind up at the beach. You'll wind up there. And lo and behold, it never fails. It doesn't matter where you start. (laughs) At that time of year, for that four or five days, you're going to wind up there at some point. And it sucks you in too, because then once you get there, you want you want to try to get something to come out. Well, that's my my whole take was always on that, and, and to to explain, I won't go into the logistics of it. Uh, but once I got in, fine, I will take rides out. I will stay there until something catapults me out. Once, but every every time I drop off, I'm heading for greener pastures. Somebody hops in the cab, great, let's go. But I did the same thing. Good, smart veteran cabbies know if all the bees are heading 
to one place. All the flies are heading to the big pile of crap over there. You need to go to the other side where people are still screaming for cabs. The people that go every day, you got to take care of your regulars, your locals. And truth be told, you know, in essence, I mean, I don't necessarily even call myself a taxi driver anymore. I do. I tell people I do contract transportation. Because, quite frankly, that's what my company has morphed into. Oh, yes, we still take rides to the airport. We still take people to and from the liquor store and the grocery store and what have you. But for the most part, I'd say about 90% of what I do is either a is either medical transportation or school transportation. Now, the school transportation, I was lucky this last year because I wound up getting a summer school route. So, but I'm starting to lose a little bit of of shine when it comes to uh, actual traditional taxi fares. I just, you know, because of course nowadays everybody's bitching about having to wait so damn long for a taxi. Well, you know what, folks? I, I put, I, I, you might not be one that's, that's like this. But you were part of this wave that mm-hmm. when Uber and Lyft came along, oh, that's the shiny new penny. Let's go play with that for a mm-hmm. while. Uh, and when that all of a sudden turned out to be not what you expected, well, guess what? Now all you people want to come back to the taxi industry. The problem is, is that a lot of the reta- reliable taxi companies have went out of business. In St. Paul specifically, St. Paul um citywide cab uh, diamond cab those companies all went under there is actually to tell you the truth there is there are two companies that operate licensed taxis in the city of st paul our company doesn't own a st paul license but we still go there and take calls there all the time it's a different breed it's a different breed of cat because before all this happened, 90% of what you did in St. Paul and to a lesser degree in Minneapolis was all by, by phone call. That was, there was no standing out on a curb on a corner waiting for a taxi to drive by you for a cab. And it usually showed up within about 15 minutes. Well, there's less cabs out there that are willing to take those private pay rides anymore. And sometimes these people have to sit. It doesn't matter who they call to, to get the service from. Mm-hmm. Be sad, but but the thing is, is they'll tell you, well, Uber and Lyft does this. I can't trust Uber. I don't want to give Uber my credit card information. You already did. You already, yeah, exactly. Uh, Uber wants $30 to take this four-mile ride. Well, you know, you all should have thought of that when you... Uh, jump to them like uh hey hey john you know what's amazing to me is that nobody thought that that would happen oh wait a second somebody did the entire effing taxi industry told you this was gonna happen Mm -hmm. you know it and what were we called we were called oh that's sour grapes you're losers here oh yeah you're you're jealous you're yeah, yeah uber beat you you can't handle the competition Okay, can you handle the competition? We're put, you know, we we didn't. We were playing by a set of rules that Uber Uber doesn't play by anybody's rules. They do what they want to do. Okay, 
uh, I don't want to get into that whole thing right now because we're having anyway. We're celebrating. I I, I just don't want to get off on a rant on that, John, because we got a lot left I, over no, from. That's fine. We got a lot from last week. We didn't do one thing last week. Thank to what's his name. Hour and a half he was with us. Jeez, I know, right? Do we, can we change the I was number? Start charging him rent. No kidding. I'm going to have to get him billing on the show. And he won't even get a real phone, damn it. What's he calling? Oh, I know. What's he calling us on? A rotary phone? Jeez, Louise, Bill. I'm trying and, to... And these days, you know, rotary phones weren't bad back in the day because you only had to worry about dialing seven numbers. That's right. Now you got to worry about dialing ten. Oh, please. I remember it all. So, let's wrap this up. Let's, we've, uh, we want to thank everybody that's been a part of this for the past five years. I want to thank everybody who will be a part of it in the upcoming. God only knows how long we'll be at this. Uh, and just thank you for being we'll, part we'll of it. Be John, it. We'll be doing it from our hospice beds. That's right. And, <laughs> and, I, and I want to take a serious moment here to thank young Mr. Shannon for putting up with my nonsense. Well, the same thing, the same thing goes for, for you. All right. You you have been my favorite pain in the ass for the last five years. <laughs> I want to do the butt joke. I, I want to do anything in that into that. By the way, I want to do the butt joke, but it takes too much explaining. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So let's. We got a show to do. Uh, we do. We got stuff left over from last week. <laughs> But I want to get right on to something. And we have no video, no audio for this or anything like this. Uh-huh. I saw a video the other day from John's Neck of the Woods. Uh, it was St. Paul, wasn't it? Minneapolis. Was, Minneapolis. What was the young man's name? Uh, his name was Amir Locke. Amir Locke. Amir Locke. Amir Locke was sound asleep on a pal's sofa, wrapped up in his blanket as cozy as could be in the frigid Arctic uh, hellhole that is Minnesota. The Minneapolis police, on a no-knock warrant, busted in. The video's out there. If you want to see it, look it up. Amir Locke, Minneapolis PD. They, they pop the lock. They unlock the door. They go in there screaming and yelling, Minneapolis PD, no, uh, we have a warrant, blah, blah, blah. The kid, what is he, 17? I think he was... Oh, no, he's 22, actually. All right, 22. So, anyway, he, he's he's passed out, wrapped in his blankets. By the way, all this occurs in nine seconds, everything I'm talking uh -huh. about. You see him trying to untangle himself out of his blankets, as we all do in the middle of the night. You're all, you know... And, and they open fire on him and kill him. Uh, the police at one point said it looked like he had a gun. How the fuck would you know he had a gun? Well, now, truth be told, he did, he did have a gun. Did he point it at him? He didn't have a gun. He did. However, here's the deal. He is, or was, sorry to say, a registered legal 
gun owner. Okay. Um, how the hell is he going to expect to be rudely awakened by a no-knock warrant? Cops come barging in, kicking the couch as they go in, raising hell in there. Well, I'm half, I'm half, I'm half asleep here. You know, I've got a gun. I grab for the gun. He held the gun. Now, this is important to know. I, I wasn't he aware. I wasn't aware of any of this gun stuff. So, yeah, he did have the gun, <clears throat> but he held it in a way where his finger was basically alongside the barrel. Nowhere, you know, in theory, nowhere close to the trigger. Right. So, instead of at that split second. Instead of kicking the gun or telling them to drop the gun or whatever, they didn't give them an opportunity to drop the gun. They just started, they saw the gun and they started firing. And the sad part about it was, is they were serving a warrant and Amir Locke was not the target of that warrant. Right. He was at a pal's place, right? A friend's apartment. Yeah. But yeah, but I don't know if the pal was the, was the, subject of the warrant i don't know that it hasn't been said that i'm aware of who was actually the the subject of that warrant because i think amir was there in that apartment by himself okay i i don't i don't have as many details uh i watched at first i saw the uh video from the where the acting police chief and your pal the mayor were up there and i gotta say john i gotta say I don't know as much about Jacob Fry as you do, and I know, I, I I know you're a fan of his, and I'm not. I don't begrudge you that, but it seems to me in this instance, boy oh boy, did he drop the ball. Jacob Fry comes from a part of Minneapolis that is, for the most part, sheltered from anything that happens in your norm. You know, in your normal inner city. You know, North Minneapolis, uh, short South Minneapolis, parts of downtown. He doesn't come from where the quote-unquote action is. He's a spoon-fed little punk that happened to get a big war chest. And I'm sorry, I show my rules, if as, as you will. Um, so I'll say whatever the hell I want to say about him. Got a hell of a war chest. Uh, to run for mayor to begin with from Uber because he was the he was the guy. He was the ambassador to Uber and Lyft. That's Come right. on in. Now I remember and, now I remember that's why you were so enamored with him. That's right. And um he 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 is he is out of place. He is totally out of place and totally just has no and I didn't see the same news conference you saw. You saw when when I think you what you're talking about is a news conference where him and the acting chief mm-hmm. were uh, were there. Uh, and as I recall, you telling me because I didn't know he had a very smug, indifferent attitude. I wouldn't this. say smug. Maybe I did say smug to you, but I don't recall it. But it seemed very indifferent. And then there was a woman who I don't know who she was, who was apparently on some sort. What's that? 
female cop? No, no, no. She's on oh. some some sort of committee with them to. Uh... Oh, oh, what the hell is her name again? Uh, oh, I, I I would recognize the name once I heard it, but yeah, she's on a committee, uh, basically to check things just like this. Right, and apparently, you know, Minneapolis. I want to say name is Lev or Levy Pounds. I, I don't if know. I honestly don't know. But apparently they were referring to him as a suspect as opposed to a yeah, victim. Yeah, at first they were. So, I don't know. I'm, once again, defund is not the word we need here. We need to uh, re- reform the police. Exactly. Especially, clearly, Minneapolis PD have not learned a lesson. It's it's shoot first, ask questions later, but I'm well, I'm upset about it. And uh, granted, I clearly I didn't have all the details, but just the same, uh, the whole no knock warrant thing. I can understand that there may be circumstances where, it, you know, you need to catch somebody in the act, or you don't want them destroying evidence. But good God, how many people have to be shot because they go into the wrong apartment? This was a warrant. This was a warrant that they were trying to serve. So in other words, whatever was supposedly was done was already determined that he's a, that somebody is a suspect. It isn't like they're trying to walk in on a on a drug deal or walk oh, in on a, oh. on a gun deal. They were trying they were trying to serve a warrant. But you know what I find what I find truly amazing unless they were on the first floor of of this apartment building. It's a Good size apartment building in downtown Minneapolis. Unless they were in the first on the front floor, first floor, there was no way in hell they'd knock on the door, they identify themselves in the police as the police, and whoever's in there says, Oh shit, let's get out of here. Oh, wait a minute, you can't go anywhere but out the front door. There was absolutely no need for for them to come in and use that "quote unquote" element of surprise, no well, need for it. Well, we have it wasn't another go anywhere. We have another young black man dead for no reason. Exactly. So, all right, let's. Uh, exactly. Let's. And now there's been protests. Just to just just well, give me just I'll give you a, just a hot second here. There have been protests the last couple of days. The Day before yesterday, they actually did a a um, a mobile a convoy through downtown Minneapolis, honking horns, raising hell. You know, no no violence, no no burning buildings, nothing like that. Second day, it was on foot. They marched from point A to point B again. My uh, my friend that I'm. I'm currently uh yes okay let's let's touch on this just very Let's just briefly. say your just say your friend to move on. My just friend. say your okay. friend. Thank you. Uh my uh, but anyways my friends was afraid that there was going to we were going to have we're going to be rioting or there was going to be rioting again. Now I can't say there's not going to be. I don't have a crystal ball. God I hope they I hope there isn't any rioting from this. So far these have been peaceful marches. And they are 
They have that every right. They have every right in the world to protest. And and damn it, it's obvious. It's painfully obvious that nobody learned any lessons from George Floyd's murder. Nope. Absolutely. So uh, I'm all for it. Just uh, I'm all for the uh, for the, uh, the the peaceful protests. Raise your voices. Raise, yell to the top of your to the top of your lungs. Make it clear. I don't give a damn if you inconvenience some poor schmuck that's trying to get to a bar or something to that effect. You know, maybe maybe some people should take their heads out of their uh, cell phones and realize that you know if you got one one road that's blocked around, figure it out. But uh, but too many people are saying, you know that. That criticize this, say, "Well, I gotta go to work. I gotta do this. I gotta, you know, figure a way around the shit." So um, keep it peaceful, please. I, I know that uh, Mr. Locke's uh, father was talking, very soft, well-spoken man was talking and, and asked, asked for be, be peaceful. Don't be out here acting like a fool because then you just give people a reason. You feed into the stereotype is what you wind up doing. Well, John, to do that. that's a very good segue. Speaking of acting like a fool, and we're going to have our palate cleanser now. And this is, this is from last week. He said, changing direction suddenly. Because, you know, can't put Joe Biden in the same room as someone. He might uh, let one rip. Guys, Joe Biden is what stands between us and a nuclear-capable China. Joe Biden is the guy they're going to call at 3 in the morning if there's a serious crisis with Russia. I've seen plenty of people high in my life. Joe Biden. What a flipping moron. I have seen plenty of people high in my life. He is. That guy, that guy, he is so high right now. I'm surprised he's not in Beijing on the, uh, on the ski team. That's how much his uh, expert snow, snowmanship is. Good God, Junior. Have some respect for yourself. <laughs> have some respect for yourself. The big news of the week. The big news of the week was uh, Mike Pence. Yeah. Mike Pence. Uh, well, let, let, let's watch it. Let's listen to it. And then we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But there are those in our party who believe that as the presiding officer over the joint session of Congress, that I possess unilateral authority to reject electoral college votes. And I heard this week that President Trump said I had the right to overturn the election. President Trump is wrong. I had no right to overturn the election. The presidency belongs to the American people and the American people alone. And frankly, there is no idea more un-American than the notion that any one person could choose the American president. Under the Constitution, I had no right to change the outcome of our election. And Kamala Harris will have no right to overturn the election when we beat them in 2024. Well, a couple of things to unpack there. First off, 
It only took him 13 months to come out and say that. Second of all, I think it's cute that he thinks he can win in 2024. Uh, he, he just pissed in the, in the orange guy's cornflakes. And Trump ain't going to have, he's already on the rampage. Second of all, why do you think right now you've done something great? And I'm going to read something from the Twitter here that falls right into this. This is from uh, Stuart Stevens, at Stuart Stevens, Stuart P. Stevens. If Mike Pence deserves praise for asserting that he didn't have authority to overthrow the American government, I'd like to be recognized for the character it took not to rob a single bank I passed on the way to the grocery store. Well, absolutely. The... I, mean, I mean, you talk about... All right, fine. You, he admitted, finally, that he couldn't do what Trump wanted him to do, even if he wanted to. But it took him 13 months. Uh, and there I must... Do believe he's, I do believe he said that before, just in passing. I don't believe he has said it like this. I don't believe... He has uh, called Trump out on it by name, mm -hmm. uh, which is what he did there. I mean, good for you, but his job was totally ceremonial that day. He has, the vice president has no say. Mm -hmm. Because he even copped to it there. It would mean one person can overturn things. Right. You know, and that's not, that's just not the way it works, at least not my understanding of it anyway. Well, no, and he's absolutely right. And it's not the first time where a sitting vice president has had to hand over the reins of power, basically, to the other party. Al Gore. Yeah, absolutely. Al Gore had to do And it. I'm sure there have been, there have been times before that as well. Yeah, but Whoever, I think Nixon, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Nixon, because Nixon was vice president at the time, uh, had to hand over? I'm not sure about that, but again, I, I, do, I think so. I do know, remember, Gore had that whole big uh, drawn out thing with Bush over the election right. results. And at the end of the day, he had to stand there and announce that George Bush had been elected president. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and look, he had to announce his own defeat. Yeah. But he did it. He accepted the will of the people. He wasn't happy about it, but he accepted it. Exactly. Not like not like these clowns. And yes, you're clowns. Uh, here, here, here's the thing. And I tweeted this, and I'm going to paraphrase the tweet. Mike Pence is no hero, not by any stretch of the imagination. But what he was saying, and, and we didn't see that in this clip. What he was saying afterwards was it is time that the Republican Party looks to the future. Oh, really? And what I would assume that meant was a future without Donald Trump. In other words, he said to Trump, see ya! Yeah. Here's the deal. You and I have both been there. Now, you you still say to, to this day, that you're never going to vote for nope. another Republican. Nope, I will not. Never, ever, and, and ever. I, and I understand. And I do understand that they can't be trusted I have anymore. Voted, I have voted for Republicans in the past. I have too. 
what I'm what I am saying is that there is no chance in hell that I vote for a Republican as long as they continue to carry the banner of Donald Trump. Right. Because right. you stupid imbeciles don't realize just how much you have been played mm-hmm. by Trump. I have said this time and time again. Trump is about as conservative as I am, but he's an opportunist opportunist and he saw that opportunity. He saw a little bit of unrest because God forbid a black man became our president. <gasps> Shocking. Shocking. And all he saw that he 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 saw an opening and he decided he found a way to rile up a base. And then the Republican Party said, hey, this guy, you know, you remember when he first started running the primaries? They know the Republicans get this mother out of here. We don't want him here. They're all on video saying exactly what everybody else says now. But the spineless weasel Ted Cruz. Oh, please. Please. Uh, Oh, by the way, how's the power uh, grid there in Texas this week? I think it survived a little bit better. No, they, they've been out. There's been people that have been out. They had outages, have this, they? this is after Abbott swore. Oh, no, it'll be better. It'll be better. Well, I'm sure, I think he was on a plane to Cancun himself. but Yeah, him, him, and, uh, him and Teddy, exactly. <sighs> so, By the way, 754-800, chat 754-800-2428. That's the number if you would like to get a hold of us. Here hey, and- hey, John, we got a minute. Hey, we got a minute. You we, it, we have a minute? We have a minute. Well, now we have 50 seconds. Now we have 50 seconds. We can do this right up till. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you, you started talking about what we're going to do after football as we were going out. Quickly, what are we going to do when football ends? We're introducing, we're introducing two brand new su- uh, suspect, uh, suspects. There suspects. We go. <laughs> there are two suspects right here, boys. Brand, <laughs> boys and girls. brand new. Are we talking brand new here? Well, one of them is brand new. One of them is, well, kind of rehashing an old thing here. <laughs> so we'll go into more detail about it in hour number two because I obviously ran. No, you got time. You got 35 seconds. Still? Yeah. Hey, time, is, time is just moping along. All right. We're bringing back birthdays. Not nearly as the long of a list as I that we did the last time. We? 25 names is just way too much. 25 events is just way too much. Yeah. But we're also going to bring back, we're going to bring a new subject, new segment. Segment. Thank you. A new segment. One hit wonders of the 1970s. Very specific. And we're going to do a battle of the one hit wonders from the 70s. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to tell you the truth. Hey, we're at the top of the hour. Enjoy our little break. We'll be back. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Yes, can I speak with Tom May? Please call well, this is Mike Stewart with Network. You've been selected to receive a complete digital satellite system for free. With this, you're going to... Oh, no, no, let me ask you something. Did, did you know Tom May? Were you a fan of his? No, I'm not. I'm just calling to... Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second, all right? Hey, guys, get really good pictures of the body. Yeah, and dust everything down for prints. Mike, you there? Yeah. Let me bring you up to speed. You've actually called a murder scene. Uh, Mr. Mabe is no longer with us. I'm Officer Clark. I'm, I'm conducting a homicide investigation. Uh, I want to ask you a series of questions. First of all, what was the nature of the business you had with uh, Tom Mabe? I, I I had no business with him. I'm, I'm sorry to bother No, no, hey, hold on. Look, I want to ask you to stay on the phone. This call's already been traced, and we may need you to come in for further questioning. Just, uh, you don't understand. I'm just calling on... No, no, look, you don't understand. Unless you want to be charged with obstruction of justice, it's imperative you keep your ass on the phone, Mike. Well, how about you just talk with my supervisor then? No, 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 look, 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 we'll, we'll get your supervisor in a second here. First of all, get, give me your whereabouts. I'm at work. You're at work? Yes. You being a smartass? No, sir. Let, let me put it to you this way, Mike. Say, say I want to mail your ass a letter. What would I have to write on the outside of that envelope to ensure the mailman would deliver it right to your ass? Geographically speaking, Mike, where is work? 4715 West Street. Now, hold on, that's 478? Yes, sir. Uh, Mike, hold, hold on one second, all right? Yes. Okay. Get the little police department homicide division on the phone. Yeah, t- uh, give him this information. Hey, tell him he's being sought in connection with a fatal shooting and aggravated robbery. Uh, so, so, Mike, how did you know Mr. Mabe again? Well, wait, you're, you're calling the Littleton Police Department? Uh, I'm hundreds of miles away. I, I don't even know the guy. I'm I'm in Colorado. No, don't don't let that scare you. That's just a formality. I mean, have you ever been to his place of residence? No. Right, and tell, tell me again, like, where were you last night between the hours of eight and ten? I'm not feeling real comfortable by any of this. <sighs> have you even ever spoken with Mr. May, Mike? No, I haven't. I don't even know the guy. I have just, that's what I've been trying to tell. Okay, okay, just calm down, calm down. Hold on, look, just back up. I got one more question for you, Mike. As you well know, I'm sure. Mr. May was a flaming homosexual, and there's no easy way of asking that. I don't want to embarrass you or nothing, but were you his gay lover? What? No. What? What the hell? Kind of a quick. Look, 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 look. If gay is your way, that's okay. I still know there's a lot of you gay people in that closet. I'm not saying I haven't thought about myself. You know, say I was in Las Vegas or something, a couple drinks, cute little Mexican midget. This is Sam ridiculous. Brown. 
dela. Radio TFI, playing whatever the hell we want to, without any stinking commercials. Oh, and by the way, no Joe Rogan either. Can't hear you, John. John is uh, trying to speak, and welcome back to the second. You, that's what I wanted to ask. (laughs) All right. Well, welcome back here. Um, You are listening and watching the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network uh, from the uh, ShaladaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I am John Shannon. Over there in Queens, New York, way, way, way far away in the Radio TFI Executive Tower. It is the one and only Ed Van Ness who is munching on some damn thing. I have no idea what it is. It's a man's uh, pound cake. Good morning. Pound cake. Yeah, good morning. You're eating a whole pound of cake? Good maybe, Lord, you can get fatter than me. Maybe later. Good, good morning, kids and kittens. Welcome back to our uh, big, big, big birthday celebration here. John's got one. I got one. Chaletta had one. The show has one. Everybody's having a birthday today. You get a birthday, and you get a birthday, and you get a birthday. This year, we guarantee everybody gets a birthday. And a few people have already had birthdays. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Not me. I haven't had a birthday yet. It's been, well, it was a whole year since you had a birthday. I uh, Almost. I have once again made a successful orbit around the sun. Exactly. One complete orbit. And just imagine, well, just, you- just imagine, I'm going, I'm going to be, I'm going to be 37. Excuse me just a second. <laughs> yeah. Get it out of your system now. Get used to it. I feel better. Do you? I feel much better. Do you? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What's what's next, kiddo? Where are we? Let's do this. Are you sure? Well, let's I'm positive. Let's uh let's change the things up a little bit here. And because uh, cause that's as close as you're getting to it. Oh and a one. I gotta find it. I lost the music. Uh-oh. Uh, I lost the music. Ladies and gentlemen, from Radio TFI, we present Hashtag Big Time Professional Radio. It's time for John and Ed versus the Spread, your weekly foray into silliness and obnoxiousness. Each week, John, I am a cheater, Shannon, general of the computer wears tennis shoes, and I... Will these shoes professional football games and select winners using the point spread? At the end of the season, which is dangerously close, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup pending a congressional investigation. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two or three point conversion if we have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's... John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 kids and kittens. Here we are. It is, uh... Oh, excuse me. I'm not having a good day. It is the week between the conference champions and the Super Bowl. Last week, 
This is where we finished. The points. The score right now is John Shannon 45, Gerald 39, and yours truly 36 points. Here's Ed right now. It's uh, it's not looking good for the home team, kids and kittens. Uh, barring barring a sudden rule change, and we've been diving deep into the rule book to see how we could possibly possibly find nine points. I'm thinking about calling the Secretary of State of Georgia. Can you find Can you find me ten points? I I do believe on a cursory reading of of the rules that if if and only if the the stadium where the game is being played, if the team that normally plays in that stadium is part of the festivities, then and only then does the game jump. Everything is increased by tenfold. We're having the lawyers look at it now. Well, we'll have an answer by next week when we actually do our picks. But let's talk about last week. What do you say? So last week, last week, we had two games. On the first game, uh, the Cincinnati and Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City was a seven-point favorite. John went with his chefs and got his head handed to him. Well, uh, Gerald and I each went with uh, Hude. Hude, then Bengals. And we both won. On the second game, in the NFC Championship game, John went with the favored Rams. Loser! Missed it by a half point, John. A half yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a hard pill to that, swallow. It is. It is. Because according to our rules, if it had been a three-point line, everybody wins. Well, not Gerald. Gerald went for two. He'd have won. Uh, he picked the correct team, but he went for two. I I was the only one to get uh, both games last week. Oh, wait a second. We had, a, we had another participant last week. A Mr. Uh, a rancher, was it? Bill Farmer, something, something like, that. like that. Phil, Phil, Phil Rancher. Um, I seem to remember him believing the Kansas City Chiefs would win by 15 points. I do remember him saying, and that. and I could pull up the tape, and I just made for next week. Uh, <laughs> how'd that work out for you, Bubba? And uh, well, and for the second game, three and a half points wasn't good enough for him. I think the Rams are going to win by eight. Ah, loser! <laughs> loser! John, what do you got to say about last week? You know, it is what it is. I guess it's it's about time I cooled down a little bit. Yeah. Too yeah. late for you two bozos, but... Uh... <laughs> well, I think Gerald has something. <laughs> Thought I'd just give you a little bit of a taste, just a little bit, you know. Just yeah, we appreciate hey. it. Uh, Gerald's got something to say. Good morning, gentlemen. I do not have much time today. I am on my way to testify before Congress. I will have much to say next week. Until then, who day? Who day? Who day? Think gonna beat them Bengals? I think I think Gerald is uh, gonna ride that Bengal train all the way. He said that some weeks ago. He's he's been riding yeah. on Bengals. We'll see how it actually pans out. But uh, mm -hmm. so yeah, we'll do our actual picks for the Super Bowl next week. Yeah. 
I believe at the moment uh, the Rams are a four-point favorite. Oh, are they? I haven't. I haven't even looked. That's that's my understanding. I, I haven't looked. I heard it. I was I was watching something yesterday, uh, and they talked about it. So there you go. So the season is kind of wrapping up here. We've uh, again we're we're having the lawyers dig deep, deep, deep into the rules, and uh, next week could be a ten-point week. We'll. Uh, We'll find out for sure. Oh, would you like a little <laughs> cheese with that wine? Oh, no, thanks. I'm fine just the way I am. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. Well, since there's no picks this week, uh, there's nothing you can bet your real money on. But, John, if somebody were to say, take our advice and listen to what we say and bet real money on virtually anything, what is it we always say? I don't know what you say, but hey, I provided I provided forty five winners during the course of the year. Ooh, that, ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, concludes John and Ed for the spread versus the spread for this week. Join us next week for our Super Bowl picks <laughs> for, with Mister with Mister Smug over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about? Your favorite NFL quarterback finally hanging up his cleats. Well, uh, I think he's pretty ticked off at somebody for spilling the beans early. You know, he wanted to do it on his own time. And you know what? I can't blame him. I no. Can't, I can't blame him for that. That's, uh, uh, well, I, I think it's go out on top. Uh, I think a lot of people would agree that that boy's got, a lot left in him. But you know what? He's what, forty four years old? Yeah. He's doing fine, man. He's you know, look, he he's done his thing. There's literally Doesn't need the money. But there's literally nothing else for him to prove. No. There's literally nothing. He has won. Oh, by the way, did I mention that Bill was way off last week? You're just enjoying the hell out of that, you ain't have, you? You have no earthly idea. I've been, I've been, oh, <laughs> oh, I've been, I've been all over this for a week now, Mister Fancher. <laughs> Chiefs by fifteen. Yeah, yeah. What's Patrick? You know, Mahomes? to tell you the truth, I, I didn't think that the, I didn't think that uh, that they'd win by that much. I had, uh, I knew it was going to be a close game. Uh, it was a good game to watch. I mean, it was. Even though, even though the my my team, you know, the Chiefs. For those who don't know, the Chiefs are not only I what I thought on paper were the better team. Thus, that's why I picked them uh, in the in our in our little contest. But I think also that uh, well, I shouldn't say I think Kansas City is my city of birth. And so I have always been a closet Chiefs fan, you know. Even though I lived up here in Minnesota long enough that you know the Vikings are still my "quote unquote" home team, but um, no, I have always been a Chiefs fan since the days of Lenny Dawson. For oh my goodness, my goodness, that's and uh, that's going back some Pally boy. That's going back, and, and and the first Super Bowl I remember watching was when uh, those same Kansas City Chiefs beat the Minnesota Vikings in Super in the in '69. How about if, that? As uh, How about so, that? So, 
I uh, I have always liked the Chiefs, and um, I, I gotta be I gotta say I was a little concerned about uh, Mahomes in the second half of that. Uh, he just didn't look like Patrick Mahomes, and I don't uh, I I don't know. I hope he's all right. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna like the kid. The kid's been to the conference championship every year he's been in the league. Yeah, it's true. He's four years in. It's the first year he missed the Super Bowl. Come on. Yeah, it's almost become a. You wonder if the Chiefs are in a position to consider to be considered a dynasty. Even the Patriots didn't win the damn go to the Super Bowl every year. Nope, nope, they did not. Like they did, but uh, (laughs) well, the Bills didn't have that work out for them. Yeah, no kidding. Four years in a row. Boy, I love losing. I will say, without putting any kind of pick on the line. Mm Hmm. If I had to uh, right now, as I'm looking at the uh, looking at the Rams and the Bengals, uh-huh. uh, I've got I've got I've got to as a sentimental favorite, I'd have to go with the Bengals. Well, we'll see next week. I say that doesn't if that doesn't mean that's what I'm going to pick next I, week. Uh, that's just my I understand my sentimental favorite. I understand. We're not no, um, nobody's holding anything to anybody. We're not doing picks this week. Right, but right. but now that we haven't, because obviously we're not doing a full pick segment right now, we'd be we'd be uh, still in it right now. So let's talk a little bit more in detail, and forget the birth. Well, the birthday. But let's talk about these new segments that we're going to do. And the John okay. John proposed this a while back, and you know we 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 like the the general idea. Let's start with the birthday one. Now tell us, John. What was the issue with the way we used to do it? And try to phrase it in exact words that I used when I told you what the issues were. You think I try? I listened to your exact words. I, <laughs> I knew you were frustrated with the length, but I don't remember what the hell you actually said. No, it was it was way way too long. Way I mean, too long. when you're taking up a half an hour yeah. announcing birthdays, and then we went from birthdays to. Uh, incorporating, you know, events Wait, that we did nothing of the sort. Oh well, yeah. Well, anyways, that's how it happened. <laughs> how it happened. Well, so we are going to go back to birthdays again because Ed seemed to like it. I do like but, it. Uh, we're going to we we are going to truncate it considerably. So um, so we will have a birthday segment. But this is the one I'm actually excited about. Okay. Ed and I are big fans of music. Mm-hmm. And we uh, throw, I could throw in a plug for Radio TFI. It is, if you like music and you like, you, you have this, don't really care as long as it's good music. Stuff from the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, 80s. You've even stuck some stuff in there from the uh, 2000s. Uh, It is one of the best music stations, literally, I have ever listened to. And I say say that not as a a quasi-employee of Radio TFI, but as just somebody that just enjoys listening to music. So, John, would you agree with this? Radio TFI, playing whatever the hell we want to, without any stinking commercials. Oh, and by the way, no Joe Rogan either. I, I think that that was, I, 
whoever did that whoever did that uh, promo brilliant i couldn't have said it any better myself brilliant brilliant promo it, it, it just, all right so we're going to do the, 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 the now what is going to be the format for the 70s one hit wonders what we are going to do yes. is we are going to start out with two songs, one hit wonders from the 70s, and there was a plethora of them. Yes, there was. And some of them are from artists that you um, wouldn't believe that, that was actually, you know, only had one hit, one mega hit. There are artists that have been on the charts in the hot 100s and even to some degree in the top 40. When I say one-hit wonders, I am talking about anybody who has had a top 10 song in the Billboard countdowns. So that's that's the... By, that's, by the way, that, you're, you're aware that the Grateful Dead have only ever been in the top 40 one time. In the top 40? Yeah. What song was that? Truckin'? No. No. It was... Uh, Oh, I can hear it in my head. Well, you hear a lot of shit in your head. So. There's a lot going on in there. <laughs> if anybody ever wondered what that <laughs> noise was, the, now you now you know. It's the one with the video you where hear it over it, the air. It's the one with the video where they're skeletons. I don't. Yeah, anyway, so anyway, so we're gonna have, but John, there's only two of us. How are we gonna vote? Well, you and I are both going to get a vote, and then, well, well we got one more. Who day? Impartial. Who day? Yeah, I was going to say, who day? Who day? <laughs> and we'll have one more impartial judge who will add to the drama for this particular. And by the way, the winner of those two songs will come back and face a new challenger in the next week. And we could do this infinitely for, because like I said, there's... Well, you, I, ha you haven't said who the third judge is. Oh, the third judge is that guy that's mediocre at picking football picks. Name? Mediocre at best. <laughs> say his name. Oh, do I have to say his name? You have to say his name. Isn't it Pete, if I'm not mistaken? It, is, it is not. George? Or? Keep going. Uh... My name is Gerald. Well, blah-dee-da. <laughs> Just say his name. So, so Gerald is going to be the third judge. Yes, sir. In this, in this contest. <laughs> welcome, welcome aboard, Gerald. You actually have a role in this new segment. You are incredibly rude. And how long have you known me now? Thank you. I'm afraid That's I must be going. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. <laughs> Highly unlikely, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, that is... Uh, booth until needed. Ta-ta for now. Goodbye. See you later, Gerald. <laughs> I, something tells me he's going to be incredibly annoying on this uh, segment. It's what, it's what he does. So so let me get this straight. So it'll be you and I and uh -huh. and the random and general and the random general by the way, Gerald is a random generator. So it, it, it what if John and I disagree, 
it will literally He's come down to the tie bit breaker. He will, it will literally be a coin toss. And it, that sounds like fun. It's going I'll tell you what's going to be interesting to see how long of a run any one song can get on. Any one song has. Yeah, absolutely. Now, and as I'm going, as I'm going to be going through this list of songs, going through, you'll recognize if you were listening to music in the seventies, you will recognize these songs. There is not going to be a single song on this, uh, that you will not recognize. And I, uh, we will rely on the radio TFI massive, uh, collection. I'm sure every one of these songs is in the vault. Um, so and we'll, you know what? Damn the results. We'll queue up both of these songs. And and then after that, after those two segments, we're going to do Wordle live on air. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't done my Wordle today. Have you? Neither have I. Okay. So two weeks ago, the man had never heard of it. Now it, it's like he's got a he's injecting it into his directly into his veins. I, hey, I just about dropped the ball yesterday, though. Well, I did just pretty about. I just did. It took you five guesses too. So yeah, but I was a lot closer than you were. I had three letters right from the get go. Yeah, my first my first swing was a total with, <laughs> and, and then I think I got a a right letter but wrong placement in the yeah, second one. Yeah. Now it took five. It took five guesses yesterday. So. And for those of you who don't know what Wordle is, Ed, why don't you give the, All right. the description? Wordle is a word game. It's it, it's nothing revolutionary. It's all been done before in different ways. But it it's once a day. Uh, you go to the website. They have a five-letter word. You have six chances to guess the five-letter word. There are no clues. There's no hints. There's nothing. You will be told if a letter is wrong in the correct place or correct, but in the wrong place. And then you have a total of six tries to come up with the correct word. If you put in a word that is not, if you put in five letters that are not a word, it will tell you that you don't lose your turn. Uh, So you can make mistakes like that. You can make spelling mistakes and it doesn't count against you. But again, you have no clues. You just have to sit there and think if the O is here, then the T has to be there. Yesterday was a foot. A-F-O-O-T. Yes, it was. No. Then it Aloft. Was aloft. Aloft. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, and sorry, spoiler alert, if you hadn't gotten to... Well, it doesn't matter if you hadn't gotten to it because they move on. That's right. That's right. It's done. Yeah, it's over. Puzzled, so so I, I had the T. I had the O. And I had the A. And I had them all in the right place. And I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Actually, that's what it was. I tried a foot. I tried a foot. And then I found out the F was correct, but in the wrong place. So there was only one place for that to be. And I had A blank O-F-T. What else could it be? The last two puzzles have been, because I had said last week, that most of the words that, that have, we've come up with, you use in everyday conversation. Not all of them. Nothing. Well, from the week that I was playing, at least. Okay. I noticed that, you know, I think one day there, 
there was on there. And uh, I think a couple other, like I said, other words that were in every, in an everyday lexicon, if you will. Mm-hmm. But these last two, uh, I think, what was it? Uh, day before yesterday, I think they had shard, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yes. When's the last time, when's the last time you used the word shard? In a I, sentence? Actually, when I tweeted it out, I wrote, boy, that was a pain. P A N E. No fair given hints on these puzzles. Does it really give it away? Um, no, I guess not. Hmm. Um, and then aloft. Who the, where's the last time you've used that word in a sentence? The last time I piloted a plane. As in other words, never? Hmm. You say <laughs> you say never. I said we're still waiting. I say we're still waiting. But Okay. A valid word, just because you don't use it every day, does not make it any well, less valid. No, no, you're right. But what I, my point was before is that these words, it, it wasn't anything that you wouldn't have thought of. John, you played for two weeks. So I guess it's so far. So far. And I will not. Nice. Maybe words you don't use every day, but words that are certainly used every day. This and by true. the way, any five letter word in the dictionary is a valid word. You know, let's face it, you know, I'm still at the Henry Huggins reading level. So, well, uh, you know, that sounds like a you issue there, young man. <laughs> some of us some of us have better comprehension skills and I was reading not the spot running. Not to brag on myself. But my and when I was in elementary school, grammar school, my reading comprehension was off the charts. Off the chart. I was reading the daily newspaper. <sighs> When I was five. Same here. I mean, and understanding what was going on. I was... Were you able to understand box scores in a baseball game? No, I didn't care about it. Oh, you weren't? Okay. But I knew what yeah, was good. sports section. Yeah. Uh, I was constantly uh, graded at five or six grades above where I was, you know. Uh, as far as my reading comprehension goes, I was off the charts, off the charts. That's why it drives me batty when when you stumble through uh, reading something. Hey, it's a, a whole different story between reading and uh, actually putting together words. That's actually I'm actually pretty good at Scrabble too, by the way. Are you now? Yeah. Are you now? I'm pretty good at Scrabble. I mean, not, not fabulous at it, but I'm pretty good at it. All right. So if I were to say, think, uh, give me a word that starts with an F and ends with a K. Funk. Okay. There's another part to that joke. Flick. Flick, yeah, yeah never mind. Fire truck is the answer, but there's, okay, well. there's, there's more to that. It's supposed to make you think of the F word. I knew where you were going, and I, you just figured I'd go right down that rabbit hole with you. <laughs> oh, that's right. We had, we had background music. We and uh, I forgot about it. That's all. It's not impressive. Uh, Streamyard is. They're giving us more and more every yeah, day. Yeah, Streamyard's great. Streamyard is uh, has been. I think Streamyard has actually been the savior 
for this show as far as keeping our keeping our wits about us here. I'll speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Yeah. I, it, it is what it is. By the way, you are but, familiar with the Wit Brothers, aren't you? Sorry? I said you're familiar with the Wit Brothers? Not really. Half Dim and Knit? Okay. Where that came from, I have no idea. Half, dim, and knit, and knit, and knit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I the get wit it. Brothers, I like, okay, I, I, I get it. Half wit, dim I wit. I know, I know, I know. Don't need to explain the joke. I just wonder where knit the wit. hell that came from. You just should met. have done the emergency bat term. Emergency bat. You ask for it, you get it. It's Sound Effects oh, Sunday. I did. It's Sound Effects Sunday. Monday! 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 Yeah, yeah, I'll stop. Yeah, yeah. James, crazy we... thing. Another yeah, please, exactly. <laughs> Another twenty-seven minutes. Why don't you say? Why don't we open up a bag of chips? Here? I was gonna say we haven't done a bag of chips. We didn't do one last week. Boy, oh boy, we got more chips than we know what to talk. We know what to do with. John, pick one out. What do you think? Well, let's see. We got a bunch. Let's see what we can mess with next. <laughs> uh, let's go with... Uh, you got to hit it there, uh, SCOTUS. SCOTUS it is. And it's not President Biden stands by that campaign pledge to nominate a black woman. So Biden's going to nominate an African-American woman to the Supreme Court. That's great. That it must be a black woman. I got to say that's offensive. Really, Ted? Offensive? Of the 115 previously confirmed to serve as justices, 112 were white and 110 were men. Not one black woman. That's not justice. That's an Ivy League law firm. White, whiter, and whitest. Black women fought in the Revolutionary War. They fought against slavery. They had to wait 50 years later than black men for the right to vote. It's actually an insult to black women. Come on, Teddy. You're saying a black woman on the court insults black women? Because funny, I don't remember hearing your whiny bitch noise when Fat Finger said this. I will be putting forth a nominee next week. It will be a woman. The racist Republican Party doesn't even pretend anymore. Hail Trump! If you're a white guy, tough luck. That's my favorite white guy whine. Where's our rights? Senate Republicans have a chance to be part of history. Oh, look at my African American over here. But instead, they'll choose to repeat it. Goddamn right. The revolution! Winning. That's a good one. When this version of the Republican Party finally goes away, or at the very least, Ted Cruz goes back to working at the mattress warehouse, uh, this country will be a much, much better place. Uh, yeah, if if we can survive until, I am, until then. I am more interested in having the more qualified person, but... I'm also okay with putting different perspectives on that court. So a a woman, a black woman, yeah, I'm good with that. I don't see that as racist. I don't see that as Ted Cruz is an idiot, okay? But I, I, I mean, let's just face it. Ted Cruz is a moron who... <sighs> Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. He is on about 18 sides of every issue. Uh, how he survives 
his next election. I I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I mean, unless the people in Texas are that dumb. Uh, well, but you got to realize. I mean, you know, we know a couple of people that are that have, you know, at least half a brain in Texas. Name one. Uh, there, unfortunately, there there are many many of them that. By the way, that are. Good lord. They didn't, you sometimes. they didn't get the heaven. Remember, I lived in Texas. I lived in Texas. <laughs> that proves my point. And the John, was, that way. And John, remember the e- even the people with the half brain didn't get the half to let them pick football games worth that worth the damn. <laughs> I ain't is. letting go. I am not letting go. Uh uh-uh. uh. I've met a couple of people on Twitter that are from Texas and. Uh, but you realize that you you that state has not gone blue in in the governorship since uh, Betty White and Richards. Yeah, and Richards, Betty White. It's all the same. <laughs> the uh, I don't know. That might be a tough nut to crack. But uh, I don't know. I think. Well, first off, getting back to Pence briefly, it would seem to me that uh, apparently. He knows that the screws are getting tighter around him. Yeah. And for him to come out and say this now, uh, because we're going to have, it appears right now, we're going to have primetime meetings by the January 6th commission, primetime hearings. So all these these SOBs are going to be dragged in front of the cameras through a nationwide audience to answer questions under oath. This, this, my friend, is going to be must-see TV. You know what I find very amusing about this, to, to, to be honest with you? What, that Joe Rogan's going to host it? Yeah, there, there you go. The, uh, well, let's, we, we got some talking about Joe Rogan. Yeah, here, yeah, we do. Um, I just found this kind of, kind of funny, and you'll hear Republicans whining about this. But I think that they have got what they want. But the people that are on this committee and the Democrats all know that we have a very short attention span when it comes to the day, you know, the the day's events, the week's events and whatnot. Right. I would not be surprised if they don't really get to going on this until about a month or two before the election. Well, there's, election. they're saying April right now. And I think, yeah, I think that leaves enough uh, because people will really start campaigning in earnest uh, June, July. Yeah. So, so April is good timing. It's good timing because all that is still relatively fresh and the video will and, be out there. And if you're a Trumper or you're a Republican, you're saying... The Democrats are just doing this, just doing this for a political game. You know what? At this point in time, by any means, fair or unfair, I think they've proven you that. Got to get these people out the frickin' door. What What is it they're saying now? January sixth was a was a, a a polite political discourse, something like that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And by smearing feces on the wall, that's how I go about my. Yeah. Exactly. I every damn time I go on a tour, when I went to when I went to Graceland. And you know what? 
I hated this song. There you go. Right, right across. Sure, sure. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to going to, to the Capitol just so I can poop my pants and then leave my pants. Did uh, the, the, the wait a minute was uh, was Ted Nugent there? I know. I'm not sure what that means, but the, the man that the man that defecated on himself just to avoid being drafted. Is that what he did? Yes, he did. Uh-huh. Now you want to talk about one hit wonders? I'm talking about one hit wonders. There you go. Yeah. Ted Nugent, Cat Scratch Fever. Cat Scratch Fever. Yeah, what, exactly. what else? What else you got, Ted? Oh. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm look. I am looking forward to that segment. I really am. I think. I know you fun. are. I know you are. You know what I'm looking forward to? I don't know. Wait a second. There will be prep work involved. Gosh darn it. There will be what? Prep work. I'll have to prepare. Yeah. I'll have to prepare snippets. Well, or we can play the whole damn thing out. Who cares? Well, we'll talk about it in a production meeting. Uh, what production meeting? Oh, you're never. Well, when's the last time you and I have had a production? I didn't meeting? say anything about you. Okay. Well, you and Gerald, all that, and there's two, there, there's two uh, peas in a pod right there. Don't forget Gil. Oh, sorry, Gil, we forgot to mention you during the birthday and anniversary stuff. Gil, Gil's, Gil's not moving, which, yeah, well, it, which isn't unusual. And, but and this is, and it's funny because this is seventies music. That's right down the, that's right down the uh, old uh, wheelhouse there for Gil. Well, let's not go there. It's a, it's a sore spot for him. By the way. And I am going to oh, talk. Oh wow, man! I, I'm going to talk production values here. It's it's. Yeah. Fun. I love I love the studio you're in right now, but we'll have to get that that light going for you. Yeah. Why? Because we want to see your face. We want to see you lit up properly. We'll talk about. Oh, it. Jesus Christ! No, no, Gilchrist. How many times yeah, are we going to go over this? So. Let's talk. Let's talk about the elephant in the room there, the one and only. Hey, I'm trying Joe to. Rogan. I'm trying to lose weight. Oh, Joe Rogan. Let's talk about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has so, been been on both sides of everything, and mm-hmm. Joe Rogan is all about drawing attention to himself. Uh, I've never been a big fan. He's he's had his moments, you know, where he's funny. Uh, I think I watched his apology. Oh, go ahead, you 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 go ahead. I, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Well, well, no, you that we can go to that first. The apology, the apology, such that it was. Yeah, well, you know, he. Uh, for those who don't know, he there was a video that was released of multiple instance, or instances where he was using the n-word yeah. uh, and it was like it, it was so because you listened to it and it was really just like he was it was rolling off of his tongue right he just hey you know it was just something that came as uh came as easy as baby's milk you know it, it was um and then he had to turn around and 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 um, apologize but within that apology, he said, well, why is it that black people 
can get away with using that word all the time, but I can't use it. And I'm paraphrasing him. I'm not trying to quote him, but that was his big, his big bottle of wine on this was the fact that, um, you know, I use the word and I'm a racist, this, that, and the other thing, but black people are using that word, um, ad nauseum. And I'll tell you that first off, I think that that is, that word is the most vile word in our vernacular. I get uneasy when there are shows, uh, like there was the, um, the show here uh, with, uh, that featured Emmett Till's mom on ABC. And they, they use that word quite frequently. And, but it was, it was done in the, oh, what's the word I want? Context. It was done in context, yes. By the way, that and that's what Rogan was saying. And I knew he was going to say it before he before he actually said it. All this was taken out of context. All this was uh, this was all taken out of context. There is no context in any of the in what you are doing. There is no context that is acceptable to use that word. I am sorry, and I am not one who is on that train that says. It's okay for black people to use that word. I'm not. I think it is a vile word. It should be scrubbed from our vernacular. I don't care if you put an ER or an A at the end of it. I I think it is disgusting. And it uh, it has no place in our discord. Absolutely well, the, well, there's nothing wrong with a word per se. It's the intent behind it. That is really... What Look, the problem is. As far, as far as I'm concerned, and I go back to this time and time again, Martin Luther King, and for and to maybe a lesser degree, Malcolm X, the, the, the more well-known civil rights leaders, fought and died so that black people didn't have to hear that word anymore. And I think that at any time, and even when a black person uses, I think that every time they do so, that they're spitting on the graves of these individuals. So I, I, I just don't have time for it. But just because I don't think that black people should be using that word any more than you or I should, um, that doesn't mean that that means Joe Rogan, too. There is no, he could just as well have said N-word, N-word. We all know what the hell you're talking about. It. You don't need to say the whole damn word just to get a little shock value. So, and so he's got that and he's apologizing for this, but it was a backhanded apology. You heard it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I finally, um, actually, I finally saw it last night. I, I hadn't seen it before, but look, it, it's. It appears to me that he's scrambling here now. He's got a nice setup with Spotify. Spotify also has pulled 70 at last count of his past podcast because uh-huh. of content, which says to me that you're pulling bricks out of the bottom of the wall. And eventually that wall is going to come down. Uh, if he has a... Uh, 
oh, a morals clause in his contract, which he must have some some way, shape, or form that uh, Spotify can cancel his contract for cause. Uh, they will where it won't cost them a, a ton of dough. You've got artists that are, are pulling their music from Spotify now. And again, it's uh-huh. go it's gonna take the likes of a Taylor Swift or somebody big. Yeah, uh, you're, you're right. And again, the the real pro- the problem right now, what started this whole thing was the misinformation, the COVID misinformation. And by the way, there's plenty of tape of him talking early on of being on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Plenty of tape of that. And he it's has shock value. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah, he's it's going for, for shock value. It's going for shock value. And you know what? And people are dying and getting hurt because of it. Uh, granted, these people are idiots, but uh, on their own right. But it doesn't mean we 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 don't have to encourage them. No, we don't have to add to uh, the problem. Can I? Can I? Uh, I want to tell you something. As I'm sitting here, it is 20 degrees outside. And this is one of the draftiest places you'll ever be where I am sitting right now. And I'm uh-huh. in, I'm in shorts and a short sleeve shirt. <laughs> and I'm not comfortable at all. Good Lord. Here's your sign. <laughs> Apparently the, the heat has stopped at the moment because I'm getting drafts, cold drafts in places. I don't need cold drafts, but I don't want to yeah. get, I don't want to get up because that would disturb you. And, uh, so anyways, um, while we're on the subject of Joe Rogan, of yeah. course, whenever you start making an ass out of yourself, uh, stuff you've done in your past comes back to haunt you a little bit. That's the funny thing about uh, the world we're living in right now. If you made it, hey, never know. Hey, And guilty is charged. I can't tell you how many times I have uh, suggested it wouldn't be a bad thing if all of a sudden a certain former... Head Easy. of state, uh, Easy. Uh, all of a sudden caught a case of lead poisoning. <sighs> I, I look. I can't. I, I've already said it. I can't. I can't take it back. We can't go into the into the archives and delete it. I've said. Oh, it. oh we can't. And I have to. And I have to live with it. <laughs> Don't tell me we can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's always that. But supposedly, Joe Rogan has come under fire after a sick video emerged. Of the comedian laughing hysterically while his friend and fellow comedian openly boasted about coercing women into performing oral sex in order to get stage time. Now, this is back from this was back from, I believe, 2011. Uh, the clip shows Joey Coco Diaz opening or excuse me, openly gloating about coercing women in the Los Angeles comedy scene, telling. Uh, Rogan female comedians that they had to uh, I'm not going to use the quote to perform because it's the gateway into Hollywood now this was back before Rogan had well he was just a comedian and he wasn't a um, he wasn't he wasn't yeah but he, he wasn't had, a podcast. but he had also been on a very successful sitcom for a number of years really which one was that news radio I don't even. I don't think I've ever watched an episode of it. News radio. Dave Foley, Phil Hartman was on it, and t- oh, it was Phil Hartman? Yeah, okay. Phil, and then that's when Phil Hartman got killed, and blah blah blah. 
Oh, okay. I, I, I never watched an episode of that. Anyway, Rogan was on that. Uh-huh. So, anyhow, uh, Rogan's just, quite frankly, just a vile individual. Okay. And, and by the way, no, yeah. and for all those artists pulling out of Spotify, where, where do they have room, John? Right here. Radio TFI. You got it, baby. You bet. And you guaranteed, uh, as, as sure as I'm sitting here, I, you are guaranteed that we will never hear Joe Rogan on Radio TFI. <laughs> that is that is absolutely correct. Absolutely. Radio TFI. Playing whatever the hell we want to without any stinking commercials. Oh, and by the way, no Joe Rogan either. Absolutely. I got to tell you, I am really happy the way that came out. That That just came out very, very nicely. Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. We got a few minutes yet to uh, play around. If you'd like to call in live here and join into the conversation we are having here, uh, we would be happy to have you. Oh, oh, something else I want to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. This just came up this morning. If uh, probably most likely after the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to go and start, uh, it could be, we're in talks right now, nightly baseball, since it appears that baseball may not come back. So instead, we'll keep the doubleheader on Saturdays, but we could be going with a nightly game as well, for those of you with a baseball itch. So stay tuned to this station for further details. We're still working it out. See, now you and I, you and I differ on this a little bit. I think that they'll work it out. I know they go they don't have they don't have a lot of time left considering spring training. I mean pitchers and catchers uh, are due now. Not quite. Yeah, another week or so. A little bit so. later into February. Oh, yeah, a little a bit later so. into February. But it won't take long to get if they decide to actually do it, it won't take long to get everything, you know, get all the I's dotted and the T's crossed, if you will. So speaking of I think they'll do it. Speaking of sports, I watched. I didn't watch the whole game, so, so I don't know how it turned out. But I watched the beginning of the NHL All Star Game yesterday. Did you? Yeah, and uh, it's. It, I I like the format they do now for the All Star Game. They have the, oh, the four, little tournament between the little tournament. All four divisions play each. Well, you know they play. The first period is two two of the divisions. The second period is the other two, and then the two winners meet in the third period. And uh, it was in Vegas this year. Vegas puts on a show, and uh, I tell you what, those golden that Golden Knights franchise, man, they've been in the conference championship like three of their first five years of existence. That's amazing. They're yeah, gonna get a, they're gonna get a little competition from one uh, from one franchise known as the Minnesota Wild. Eh, this year. Eh, yeah, well, he's not much a, a smart one. Minnesota is, don't you know? I mean, like I said, you can say whatever you want to say there, my friend. I, I believe I have. I believe I have. Yes, but have. but anyway, getting back to, yeah, so so we may have baseball, nightly baseball here coming up. Uh, we're going to wait till after the Super Bowl for 
decisions to be made, contracts to be signed, money to exchange hands. And hope. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> a boy can dream, can he? But under no circumstances will Joe Rogan be here. Absolutely not. Won't be calling the games. It will. It will not. We're trying to get some games from the 80s. We're, we're trying. We're, that's in, we're intense negotiations that's for that. We want to add. We've got a ton of games now. Unfortunately, most of the games we have in the archive are Yankees or Mets games. And we're, and we're trying to, we're trying to uh, spread the wealth a little, if you will. And uh, so tell me, anywhere in those archives, did you have anything from the Kansas City A's? Yes. From, say, yes. Say, late 60s. I know we have at least one. I know we have at least one from the Kansas City A's. I'm confident. I would have to look to double check. And uh, my allergies have been acting up, so I don't want to go into that dusty, dusty vault. But uh, I hear you. I'm confident we do. I mean, uh, you know, we got stuff, again, going back to the 30s. We got the Brooklyn Dodgers' last game at Ebbets Field. Uh, did they play? And they announced that they they announced, didn't they? Or they didn't, or they didn't take off like a thief in the night? Or no, no, no. Like People knew. The place was empty. The place was oh, empty. was it? Yeah, apparently, apparently they only, they didn't draw. You would think it would be be filled up. It wasn't. I basically said we're not gonna we're not going to. Uh... <coughs> Excuse me, I couldn't hit you. the mute button. That's nah, okay. These th- <laughs> these these things are gonna happen. But anyway, we we've got a, an assortment of things, and we're and we're trying to put some more, put some more together too. And don't forget, on Saturdays right now we have uh, Lone Ranger at nine and nine thirty in the morning. Uh, also Sundays preceding this very live broadcast. Uh, Saturdays at 1 and 4 p.m. is baseball. Check your local listings or the Radio TFI website for the games in your area or the games that are going to be broadcast. 8 p.m. is Sherlock Holmes, a 45-minute mystery. It comes to a satisfying conclusion. There's no waiting on that. And then at 10 p.m., it's a classic rock concert. Last night, we had Kiss. Uh, and Fancher that yeah well uh we haven't made up the schedule for next week yet but again watch watch these pages watch bust off the uh, channel selector or lose the remote control throw away your keyboard keep it tuned right here for further information well we're coming around the corner there mr shannon so i'm going to give you one quick story here we don't have time if i Sure I, sure I do. We're I going out. We're going out. Well, damn it. I'll save it for next week. Thank you. Anyways, thank you for joining us here on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Until then, for that guy, Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon. See ya!
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. Radio T-F-I.